Welcome to Daily Heat Podcast, Episode 5, brought to you by your host, Zach Warner and Luke Monica. What's up, everybody? We are back for the fifth episode of Bringing the Heat Podcast. We have a lot of shit to talk about today. Numero cinco. But, fifth episode. How are you feeling about it so far? Five's good, man. Pretty fat, like... It is pretty fucking fat, yeah. (laughs) P-H-A-T. Fat. Pogs. But, uh... (laughs) But it's gone pretty. It's gone pretty fast so far. Uh, the five episodes we've gotten a lot of good feedback so far. So yeah. I think it's been pretty fun. I, I mean, think we got the most listens on our last episode, right? So far, like it's only been out for two days, and we're already at the halfway mark of our first episode. So nice. hopefully, hopefully that'll be the best one. Going to keep doing the interviews, keep trying to expand and get get people to listen. So we'll see what happens. But we enjoy doing it, so it doesn't really matter. We do. We do. All right, so first thing we're going to talk about today, we're going to go back and dive into the MLB. Leading off with baseball. And we're going to talk about Luke's shitty, stinky, freaking Red Sox. Let's get So go ahead, take it away with your shitty goddamn team. If you guys haven't written off the season, if you're another team, like a fan of another team, cash it in now, man. Just send your checks to the Boston Red Sox. They're taking them, cashing them. It's okay. They just won their 90th game today. How many? 129 games total. So there's still like 32 games, 33 games left. Yeah. So they have a shot to win a shit ton more games. They could, there's they a could, possibility they could win like 115 plus. Would that be the record? What is that? What's the record? I, I think the, the record is. The Yankees hold it, don't they? Yeah, I think it is 115. It was that 90, was it 96 team or 97 team? The Mariners are up there too. I'm not sure. That's that, Oh, we'll I think it was that. 98 because the Yankees just did a 20th. Anniversary. Anniversary, yeah. and David Cohn said that's considered the greatest team of all time. Yeah, yeah, so that's right. That was it's probably that team, but I definitely, hey, I mean, as much as I hate the Red Sox because I'm a Yankee fan. This I'm team's not, unstoppable, though. I'm not one to, like, bash teams because I love baseball. The Red Sox are on another level, mm-hmm. and the only thing, if I'm a Red Sox, if I was a Red Sox fan that I'd be worried about, and they haven't showed really any signs of it, but... You just hope that they do not get cold in the playoffs. Like you hope they don't get their cold streak yeah. when it matters most. No, I understand that, but I, I think this team is definitely one of the deepest teams in a long time, including the 2004 and 2007 World Series teams. Obviously, the 2013 team as well. I don't think the 2013 team was like the best World Series team. I just think that was like one of those things where like a tragic event happens to a city and then like everybody just rallies behind them. You know, that's what I think that was. But like 04 and 07. Those teams were great, but I think this team's even better. You think 04 was great? Yeah. I don't know if they were a great team. I just They had 95 wins. No, like they were good record-wise, but I think like talent-wise, the Red Sox have had more talented teams. Well, you got to think if they didn't trade Nomar, they just, it would've been him, David Ortiz and Manny Ramirez. Yeah. I just think, you know, like Folk wasn't like a I don't know. I don't think he was great. He was clutch, but he was and Euclid was a Pedro. good. Was Euclid on that team at all? Uh, he was a third baseman on the bench. Yeah, oh, was he didn't season. play that much. But yeah, then, like w- w- Trot Nixon, he was very consistent. Trot Nixon, he was consistent, but like he wasn't a great player. He hit you 270, 20 bombs every year. I think Veritek was overrated. I do. I think Veritek was an offensively, overrated player. yeah. Defensively, no. And he, then was um, Bill Malt- Miller their fucking third baseman? Bill Miller was a great player in Boston. He won two batting titles. I know. I don't. I don't know. And I, he owned Mariano Rivera. I mean, I also think like we were younger, so I mean, I, I know for myself, like I go back now and I look and I'm like, wow, like 
that's when I first started like paying attention to stats and like how players actually performed. Yeah, so I mean, I think Red Sox. I mean, I think going in. I mean, it's going to be they, like 90, 90 wins in one hundred and twenty nine games. No, yeah, that's way better than what the Dodgers did last year, and the Dodgers were phenomenal. This year, the Dodgers aren't even going to make the playoffs. Maybe the Diamondbacks have played well, and, and the Diamondbacks. I yeah. love, I love them because. They're a team like they they do go out and they get some free agent pieces, but they're not a team that they're like, not going to overdo it. No, like they got Granky back what yeah. two year, a year ago, two years ago, but maybe three. But like, yeah, they paid a lot for him. But how often do they do that? Like, yeah. they're another team that they they bring in the necessary pieces around their team mm-hmm. to make you know their team good. So yeah. that's the uh, scary going into the playoffs right now, though. With as high as the Red Sox are, the scary thing teams need to worry about are the one-two punch that they actually have going. It's living up to hype right now. You got Chris Sale, even though he's on the DL. I don't think it's a serious issue. I think it's just him getting rest, and I just think they're finagling away around it so he can get some extra rest. I mean, they really – they don't, they could probably lose 10 games, and, and they're still going to yeah, win the division. So, right, But David Price, I know I've publicly come out, even on Snapchat, I've come out and said I can't stand him, get out of Boston, blah, blah, blah. Me and him have a love-hate relationship. Right now, I really love him because in his last seven starts, he's 5-0 and with a one-and-a-half ERA. He's been pitching lights out. Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm a fan of David Price. Like, I like the guy. But, you know, he's one of those that it's just for as much as he's getting paid, the inconsistency – is shouldn't be happening. So I don't know. Like I like David Price. I don't. Maybe he's just finally coming into his own in Boston now. Maybe this is it. This we'll is see. The David Price they paid for. We'll see when he faces the Yankees again. Yeah, that's going to be a test. Yeah, I mean, I agree. And I think because he absolutely shut down the Indians today. I yeah, and the Indians their pitching like, is not great. Even though the Red Sox split the series with the Indians right now, or this just this past series, they won that series because yesterday they won ten to four. Today they won like seven or eight to nothing, so I'm really not worried about the Indians come playoff time. And the first two games were very close, and the Sox almost came back against their daunted bullpen of the Indians with Andrew Miller and Cody Allen, and, and they got Brad Hand and so. the other dude too. I uh, can't remember his name. He's like a submariner um, too that they got in that trade with Brad Hand. I can't remember his last name. It's some. It's like a weird name. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, David Price has done well. Mm-hmm. Can't deny it. I mean, I think, honestly, if I'm a Red Sox fan, like I like I said, you don't you hope that they don't hit their cold streak at the wrong time. Not as in the sense of, like, the Yankees aren't winning that division. So I, I if you're going to do your cold streak, you might as well do it now. Yeah, get it over with. Because you don't want to hit it in the playoffs, which mm-hmm. it might not happen. But I'm just yeah. saying the majority of the time teams do hit, you know, that one snide at least throughout the year that, Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're gonna drop more a couple games. So speaking of the Yankees, uh, I don't even want to talk about it. It's, they split with the Marlins. Yeah, and and honestly, they pulled the game in extra innings out of their ass. Like they they basically should have won that game. Like the Marlins found tons of ways to lose that game. So I mean, they, they left so many guys in scoring position, and that's what I mean by the Yankees are not a they're not a good team. Mm-hmm. Like their record might say otherwise, but that. Also, that record includes the first half. Yeah, they're it, also dealing with a lot of injuries right now. No, they they are like Which, I can't. Then it does give chances for September's coming around the corner, and you got the call ups coming. So they already called up Chance Adams, but he just got sent back down today. He did, yeah. 
I think he'll, he'll, he's obviously going to get called back up for the 40-man. Well, and the Yankees uh, started, like, Justice Sheffield they in AAA now is in the bullpen yeah. so that he can he can provide some help so, out of the bullpen. Yeah, do you see those two guys making an impact through September and winning a playoff spot on the roster? Um, No. One, I think Justice Sheffield, no, because he's almost at – He's thrown way more innings this year than he has any other year. Mm-hmm. And I think because he's younger, the Yankees aren't going to be a team that goes out there and, one, risk is a chance for injury where he's, you know, he doesn't really have an injury history, yeah. but you don't want to risk it. And, two, uh, you don't want a guy like that young to go into a playoff situation mm-hmm. out of the bullpen and then, you know, he gets shelled. And then his confidence be destroyed. Like I understand, like you're well, a professional man. athlete, that you shouldn't have your confidence destroyed. Yeah. Like, well, this goes back to David Price when he first came up. He was lights out of the, in the bullpen, bullpen, yeah, and they almost won the World Series. They destroyed the Red Sox. Just David Price alone. Every time he came out for the Rays out of the bullpen, he just showed. But they also had a crazy offense that year. Like BJ Upton hit like eight homers. That's the only in the time playoffs. That well, yeah, Evan Longoria had a great series. I was actually on a cruise when that was going on. So I remember, nice. I remember watching it um, on the TVs there, which was shitty quality because freaking there's like no signal out when you're in the middle of the ocean. But I just remember that specifically. So I don't know. Like I think the Yankees, I think that they will make the playoffs. I do. I don't think they're going to not make the playoffs, but I can easily see them losing in the wild card game. Um, I really like the Oakland Athletics like a lot. Like I just – they're playing great ball right now. I know we keep talking about them, but it's hard not to talk about them when they're performing as well. Yeah, they've they've done extremely extremely well. So and you know they're they're only getting stronger as they get more of their pieces back. So and Chris Davis is just he's a stud. That guy is just an absolute stud. He hit a home run, another one when we got off the air last time. Yeah, I mean the guy is he's if honestly he's a guy that needs to be in the in the talk for MVP. Like not that he's in, he's not going to win it. Just to get votes. Yeah, but he should definitely get a couple votes. Like the guy is like we said last time, the model of consistency. No reason why he should not be getting votes. But another question, this is kind of like a little fun question. What do you think of the players weekend with all the the quirky uniforms and the the names and all that stuff? I like it. It's gonna attract the younger fans and bring in a younger audience. It's gonna keep them involved in the game and invested in the game. Um because that's Manfred's like thing now ever since he's taken over he's wanted to get the younger audience more involved in the sport to keep them throughout their whole life so but I like it but if he's gonna do like all right manfred like that's his thing he wants the younger then let let the freaking people be able to watch whatever team they want then on tv, on TV. like all right yeah. you want more kids to watch the game well maybe they're watching the game like me i watch a lot of baseball but I watch the Yankees more than I watch any other team. Like a lot of the stuff that I see is stuff like I can talk about because I've watched baseball my whole life. But like I follow all the Yankees games. Like and while the Yankees are playing, there's how many other games on? So it's hard to catch all the games. So yeah. I don't know. Like I think I think that the MLB does a really poor job of marketing its players and and getting like getting their letting people watch their team like. Other than MLB Network, I think MLB Network has like really saved baseball mm-hmm. in the sense that they show a lot of games that you can watch whenever, like well, out-of-market teams. The MLB Extra Innings thing, like I understand it's an extra package you have to buy, but that's a good idea. I think that should just be part of cable TV. Yeah. 
and you watch whatever game you want to watch. So I I don't know like I I I don't know I I don't I I, th- I like the players weekend though I like the I like the cleats are personally my favorite thing because like they come out with some really cool stuff I like the fact that the players get you know to put their names on the back it's kind of weird because like Yankees never wear they don't have names on the back of their yeah. jerseys so it's kind of cool to see that I mean is that this weekend players weekend it's coming up yeah so that's why I asked I just some people like it. Like, the newer generation is a generation that likes it, and the older generation hates it. So it's kind of, you know... I, I, it We're more towards the new generation, right? Yeah, I yeah. Say so. I, like, I like the new wave of baseball. I think it's way more entertaining seeing guys throw 100 miles an hour, but oh, also yeah, hit 450-foot sure. homers, too. Like Dropping nukes. Yeah, so I think it's... it's the, the new game of baseball is cool. It's also so, like, scientific and data-driven that I think it makes it so cool, like... I don't know. There's a there's a huge science behind baseball nowadays, which I think is pretty cool. It is cool. So then we got we kind of we talked a little bit about September call ups, but what other ones are we looking to watch for? So like certain players. So I'm thinking, you know, one that I'm thinking of is obviously we talked about last time, Victor Robles. Yeah. I mean, he's basically got to come up now with some of the trades they made. We don't even know if he's going to. Yeah, so I think he has to. At this point, yeah, I agree. Um. um Whoa, Matt Festa is the one to look out for for the Seattle Mariners in this article. That's pretty cool. Matt Festa, those of you that don't know, we are from the Poconos, and he went to East Stroudsburg University, and he was a pitcher there and got drafted by the Mariners. So he's he's actually was up a couple times this year, maybe once, and he actually threw pretty well. Mm-hmm. So he's one to look out for. But the ones that I'm most like intrigued to look at are definitely the Chicago White Sox with Michael Kopik, who debuted two days ago? Yeah. Or last night? No, it was two days ago. It was short because yeah. of rain, but five Ks and two innings. Yeah. I mean, the guys. He looked impressive. But you know what's weird is, like, not that he he was obviously throwing hard, but he only topped out at 97, which we only yeah. say only. But I only say only because we've seen him throw 101 Yeah, because he's always posting those deadlift workout videos, and he throws 105 on the gun and all that whatnot. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him in a whole month. Also, Eloy Jimenez, who's been talked about as a top prospect for close to like three years now. Um, Victor Robles, like you said. And then also... I mean, I'm personally looking forward to Justice Sheffield. I want to see if Vladimir Guerrero Jr. comes out. Oh, yeah. I I don't think that they will, only because they're so bad this year. I don't see them bringing him up. But then at the same time, I'm like, why not? Like, move... Let... Like, Donaldson... They should have He's going to be gone him. anyways after yeah. this year. So, like, let let Vlad Guerrero is going to be in the bigs next year. Like, yeah, there's no doubt. He's Whether proven he at every level. A everyday third baseman or, def- like, a designated hitter. So. Yeah. I mean, he's already proven that he can rake in any level. Mm-hmm. So, there's there to, was There to was me, a streak no he way. just had he, uh, five games in a row. He had a home run. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean he's he's on he's on fire. He's unbelievable with the bat, and the homers he hits are just absolute bombs. Like they are. In, didn't in, in double A? Didn't he hit like four fifty one? Mm-hmm. That's unbelievable. Yeah, the guy's gonna be, and he and he look like he swings just like his dad. He looks like a dude that can literally golf a ball off the dirt and just hit it out. Like it's insane. I think he might end up being my favorite player. Like when he comes up, and I think he's—I don't think he's going to skip a beat. I think he's going to be a little shaky defensively for a little bit, but you also—you have to realize he's still what twenty nineteen. 
Yeah, I don't think, think he's he turned 20 yet. Yeah, I don't think he like, turned 20 yet. That's, he's got plenty of time to develop. That's why, like, all the Yankees fans are like, oh, Andujar, he sucks at third. Well, yeah, he does, but one, he's young too. Like, he's got plenty of time to develop and yep. play third base. Like, like, that's the same thing with Rafael Devers. I know he he's not performing extremely well, like, at the dish right now, but defense, he leaves the league in, in errors. He's tied with Simeon for Oakland, but... Over time, that's going to develop. He's and only he's 20, not even, right? Yeah, he's only 20, 21. He's not even projected to be a third baseman for a long time. He's going to be a first baseman. Yeah. Or, or DH. Yeah. So, yeah, I, like I hate when people – like not every player is going to be five-star. Like if you got a four-star player and can do everything besides feel – like people are going to – the game of baseball nowadays is they're, they're going to sacrifice fielding and they're going to they, – they, a team's going to take a guy that's going to hit you 35 homers – over and play a below average position, then a guy. Or if that's, they're a deep team, it's going to be the other way around. Because look at Jackie Bradley. Mm-hmm. I know I keep bringing up Red Sox players, but I, like that's the most like that's the system I'm most familiar with, and these are good like examples that I'm bringing up. Jackie Bradley was a top prospect in baseball, like all of baseball, and now he's just basically there for his defense, and that's it. Well, you see it a lot of times with a lot of teams. It's like they they sacrifice catching. And center field for for offensive yeah, yeah. talent. So like a, a a team will take a guy in center that's gonna like Billy Hamilton is not the best hitter. Like he's fast. God, I can't stand that guy. But he's fast as hell. But like he was he's a good center fielder. So and then the same thing for the Brewers for a while. Like Arcia isn't the best hitter. But Keon Broxton when he was starting in center field he wasn't good offensively. But they're they're great defensive players. So yeah. I mean those are two those are some positions. I mean those are shortstops, but then you got catchers like the Yankees have done fine with Austin Romine behind the dish. I he's mean, hitting pretty well this year, though. Yeah, yeah, he's he's done pretty decent. But if you look, like a lot of teams don't have that star power catcher, like as that can do everything. So yeah, you mentioned Veritek. See another Red Sox player. You mentioned Veritek <laughs> earlier. He won what two three rings. But well, you look at Luke Croy. Like Luke Croy was good in the beginning of his career as far as offense. But oh yeah, now since he's, he's he's strictly just defense. Like yeah. his offense has completely diminished. Exactly. So. So then we got next up the there's a possible eight way playoff. Yeah, dude, this is crazy in the NL. So the, explain. The National League is so tight right now; it's insane. It's possible that we could have an eight team like playoff race, like okay. all ties just between division winners and the wild card. In the East, it's only separated by two and a half games between Atlanta and Philly. So those are two teams, and then in the Central, it's the Cubs, the Cardinals, and Milwaukee. And also the Pirates, because they're still kind of hot. They're all separated by three games. And then in the West, you got Arizona and Colorado, separated by one game. So, and, and the Dodgers in, are even close in yeah, the, they're even in close too. division. And in the wild card, it's all one game that they're all separated by. So if they if the season ended, say, tomorrow, and everybody or certain teams will lost the game, certain teams won a game, there'd be an eight-way tie, and they'd have to play playoff games to see who, who the hell goes to the playoffs. I think that's absolutely insane. That's exactly what you want. I'm actually, and I'm actually looking at this. Yeah. St. Louis. I mean, that was a team like everyone was like, "Oh, they're dead." Like St. Louis is dead. Mm-hmm. And with Matt Carpenter getting hot, that was just at the de- uh, the deadline. Yeah, yeah, because they were thinking of trading Carlos Martinez. That team has like taken off. I mean, mm-hmm. they're they're in the playoff hunt now too. Dude, they brought so. Martinez back off the DL. He's not even a starter anymore. He's in the bullpen now. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So. I don't know. That's why I love baseball because, like, every year there is there is good 
<laughs> there's good stuff going on in the playoffs, and I think the baseball playoffs are definitely like the most, the, one of the most exciting. So, um, also we have Matt Harvey being claimed off waivers by a mystery team. So that's pretty interesting. I think there's so many teams out there that could use a starting pitching pitcher, and he's done well since he's gone to Cincinnati. Yeah, I think he's done very well since he got there. Uh, I think the Mets gave up on him too early. I, um, Matt Harvey, since he joined the uh, excuse me the uh, Reds, right? Yeah, the Reds. Yeah. I was about to say Rays for some reason. I'm an idiot. But yeah, ever since he joined the Reds, he has a 4.28 ERA, a WHIP of 121. And his strikeout to walk ratio is sixty nine to twenty one, so he's doing very well for his situation in Cincinnati. They're the worst team in baseball. But I don't think they the Mets got rid of him too early. I think that his actions. I think the Mets were very lenient with him, and then I think eventually they just got sick of it, and then the Mets really started to suck, yeah. and then they were just like, you know what, screw it, we're just we're just gonna get rid of the guy and. So I mean, and I don't that think it does make sense because he's a free agent anyway, regardless after the season. So I, I get get what you can for him now, but so I, I don't think they gave up on on him too early. I just think that you know his time there was just done, and I think that maybe he's a guy that strives in a in a smaller market. So I they didn't say what team claimed him though, so it could literally be anybody that claimed him. I was like gonna say the Yankees, but I don't think the Yankees will do that only based off his history in New York already. In New York already, yeah. Honestly, like. Imagine going to Pittsburgh. I just feel like every pitcher that is like borderline good or struggling, they go to Pittsburgh and or then, Houston they go to. Yeah, and then like they just take off. Like yeah. we saw it with like Ivan Nova didn't take off, but like he did better after he going did very to, well in Pittsburgh. to Pittsburgh. He's still doing pretty well. Then you got like AJ Burnett was okay with the Yankees, went to Pittsburgh, became mm-hmm. an all star. Yeah. And then like it's just to me, I think like there's something with Pittsburgh's organization that they can they can fix guys and make them better so that wouldn't be i don't think that'd be a bad fit mm. and that isn't that that's the same division too yeah so i don't know it would be interesting so we'll see what happens with that and lastly for major league baseball no we got two things oh we got two things yep we got matt holiday coming back for the rockies and all i have they to say is up good for matt holiday yeah I'm a huge Matt Holiday fan. I've liked Matt Holiday his whole career, even when like I remember when Colorado was in the World Series and he slid and busted his face up off the floor. They and got swept. Uh, yeah, I know, but they still got swept. <laughs> oh my god! But I I don't know. Like I, I'm a huge Matt Holiday fan. I like him a lot, and I don't think this is gonna. Those be... Those are back with the days when they had Brett Hop. Yeah, Brad Hop. Brad. Yeah. Todd Helton. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Francis, mm-hmm. that pitcher, yeah, that that was that was a good team. They had a it good was. team, and then all those guys just absolutely fell off after that World Series. Too low, too low. Yeah. Yep. So, I, good for Matt Holiday though. Like he's a good player. He's been in the league for a long time. He's honestly surprisingly he's not that bad at first base. He played a couple games for the Yankees at first base. Yeah, and year. his a lot of people forget how good Matt Holiday was. One thing that I couldn't believe last year after the Yankees got him. Was how long he was in the with the Cardinals? Mm-hmm. I, like I think he was there for like five years. No, it was longer than that. Like, really, I remember him being with Colorado, and then I was like, "Oh, there's like they traded him a couple, one, uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine years. Oof. Nine years in St. Louis. I, yeah, I like I remember him signing with St. Louis after they traded for him. Yeah, and then I was like. Wait, he was in the league. He was with them for like nine years or something like that. I had like, no idea. That's crazy. That's insane. So, real quick before we move on, Matt Holiday, Hall of Famer, yes or no? 
I think the injuries got the better of him, so I'm going to say no. But his numbers are, for the time that he did play, they're phenomenal. I'm going to give you his his stat his like his stats right here. Yeah. Two ninety nine average. Okay. Which is solid. He had three hundred fourteen home runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, two thousand eighty one hits. Uh, if there was like a Hall of Fame that was separate for like five year spans. Yeah, he's definitely Hall of Fame. But longer than that, though, he had a 307 year, he had a 326 year, 340 year, 321, 313, 312, another 300 year. I mean, he struggled for the Yankees last year. He only hit 231 last year, but he got he was hurt a lot last year too. That was that's always been his issues. It's always been leg injuries. So oh, yeah, he's had. You see his power numbers just drastically drop. He's he had a I mean he had a year that he had he had a couple years with only a little over 200 at bats. So I don't know like. I think it's tough. I love Matt Holiday, but I, yeah, I don't know if he's a guy. I think he'll be on the ballot for a while. I think he'll get enough votes to keep him on the ballot for a little bit, but I don't think he'll end up being a Hall of Famer either. But I, you know what? I, I lo- I've always liked the Rockies. Like if I had to pick a a team in the NL that I liked, it it was the Rockies, and it's always been that way. Mm. I've always liked them. So I mean, good for them. I, I like. I, I think it'll be interesting to see how that. You think goes. he becomes a spark plug for that team? No. I don't think he's going to be. I mean, one, they Ian Desmond plays a little first there, which he's not good. They called him up because Desmond's hurt. Desmond just hit a walk-off today. In the report that I read yesterday, they called him up because he was hurt and injured. So, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's like, I don't think he's going to play that much. Like, I think no. he's, honestly, I could see like him being like a player coach, almost like what the Mariners did with Ichiro. Like, he started out the year playing, and then all of a sudden, like, was – decided to move on to like just being a coach yeah so and then like kind of same thing with that the yankees did with a rod so not not that but the yankees did that because they just hated like i think they were just over a rod after everything (laughs) i think they would do it out of respect for holiday i mean because he was a big part of that organization yeah he's definitely a rocky hall of famer if they got one no 100 percent and then the last baseball thing we got is Mitch the Mitch Moreland injury. Is it a cause for concern? That's your team, so take that one away. Uh, I don't think so because we've already seen what Steve Pierce can do just stepping in for a little bit. Um, he absolutely demolished left-handed hitting for uh, a whole month. And in the AL East, Steve Pierce just mashes. And they also got Blake Swihart. Swihart's back from injury, and we've mentioned him before. He was hitting 406 for the month of July, so I think they're going to be all right. My biggest concern for the Red Sox going forward is the bullpen. Um, the only like secure spot right now is Kimbrell, and I'm ashamed to say this, but Matt Barnes. That's about it. Everybody else is a giant question mark. Even Joe Kelly is. I, I would say if the Red Sox don't win or make it to the World Series, that would probably be their biggest downfall. Like Their starting pitching basically has to get them seven innings, or else you don't know what's going to happen. Well, you can rely on sale. Sale price if he keeps it going, but he's had some woes in the playoffs. And Porcello, those guys give you seven basically every start. So yeah, I mean, we'll see. I honestly think that the X factor in that whole thing is going to be David Price. Like if David Price decides to shit the bed again, Red Sox are screwed. To count, I think Nate Evaldi is going to be the X factor because if he doesn't make the bullpen, or I mean, make the rotation, he's going to be a bullpen guy. 
I think that he'd be better out of the bullpen. Yeah, like I think he all, throws gas, dude. He throws gas as a starter. Like he has the highest the, average fastball in the major leagues. Yeah, like Evaldi, I think it would be a stud to throw, go out there, like almost like what Ch- the Yan- or what Chad Green does for the Yankees, yeah, like two innings, throw BBs. That's it. Yeah, for two innings. So yeah, I think that would definitely be. I think he'd be better off in the bullpen for the playoffs. Yeah, too. So, I mean. That's probably what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, David Price doesn't throw hard enough anymore to be a bullpen guy, I don't think. Yeah. So, all right, moving on to the NFL. We had our – so Luke and I are in two football leagues, fantasy mm-hmm. football leagues, and we had our first draft yesterday. We were all talking about the Browns. First thing – so a lot of this is the Browns. Tyrod or Baker? Um, I think for the start of the season, go – Tyrod Taylor. Um, I know he's gotten a bad rap because everything in Buffalo. But then again, like he never was bad in Buffalo. They just didn't like him for and they, some reason. Who the hell did he have around him? Like, yeah, I think he did pretty well when Kelvin Benjamin ended up going there because he had yeah. a bigger target. But like, Sammy Watkins was never healthy. He, yeah, he was always hurt. Um, what's his name? Jordan Matthews. He's eh, he's overrated. not even he's not even on a team yeah, anymore. He's overrated. So, yeah, I don't think – I think Tyrod's good. I mean, I yeah. think he's consistent. Like, mm-hmm. he's not going to go out there – he's not going to throw you 35 touchdowns a year. Like, he's just not going to do that. Well, he might if they get Dez. Because if they get Dez, then it's going to be Dez Bryant, Josh Gordon, Juice Landry, and the that Callaway kid that's a rookie. That Callaway kid is – he's nasty. Well, we got breaking news, dude. What's the breaking news? Chris Davis, 39th homer. He hit another one, so not to not to go off of that guy's a monster NFL talk, but I just got a notification. Chris oh, Ronald Davis, Acuna too. Thirty nine home runs, man. That is absolutely insane. So anyway, Des, I think that Tyrod Taylor starts, and but I do think we see Baker Mayfield play at some point this year, and I know I talked about it uh, last time with with Ducey. Um, I think that. With the way that Tyrod Taylor plays, like he doesn't take a lot of hits, but he's a smaller guy. I think you know if he's trying to scramble one time, he's going to take a late hit or something. And even if we see, it might only be for a quarter or or a drive, but we're going to see Baker Mayfield. Like he's going to be the second quarterback on that depth chart. And when Tyrod goes down, or if Tyrod comes out and struggles, I don't think that the Browns are going to be hesitant to go right to Baker. I think if Tyrod goes out the first two games and they lose, I think they're going to go to Baker and try to try to do a little like jumpstart try to you know get their team motivated i think tyrod taylor's leash is going to be a little bit longer i know the browns are extremely excited with what they're getting from baker in camp and in games but i think right now at this point tyrod taylor gives them the better chance to win because he adds a different dynamic to that offense i know everybody says baker does this baker does that He's not as mobile as Tyrod Taylor, as you've already seen in the preseason. He can't get away from the sack as well in the NFL as he could have. It's a faster game. It's a way faster game, and he's not used to it yet. So let him sit back, let him learn the playbook, let him get going. Tyrod's on only a one-year contract. I I would think just let Baker just sit and just learn the game from afar, and then next year just kill it. Which I, I think is their their plan. I just think that, you know, barring if an injury or something happens – or they struggle out of the gates. Like I think that the Brown, if I'm the Browns, if I'm the Browns front office, my plan is to win this year. Like I'm not going into oh, this yeah. year think so. If Baker, if, if Ty- yeah, if I'm Hugh Jackson, I'm well, quaking in my boots, dude, because they went one and fifteen and then zero and sixteen back to back. He needs a ten win season, or he's done. Like yeah. they can't go below. They can't even finish five hundred. 
that that's a team that they have to. They, the only they coach right now in the NFL that is losses. safe from an eight and eight finish is Pat Shermer for the Giants. That's it. Nobody's expecting the Giants to really win much. Or I think Nagy too. Yeah, well, I think we're gonna get into the Giants and Bears in a little <laughs> bit. So, but I do. I don't know. I, something tells me that I think that Baker. We're gonna see Baker this year, and I, like I said, if the Browns come out and they lose two, three games, you're gonna see Baker. So we went through the Brown schedule together on the phone. It's an easy schedule. It is an easy schedule, and their their division sucks. Do you think they're the top team in the AFC North, like from worst to first? To me, the Steelers are one injury away from being a bad team. I I think they already had that injury. If well, Ryan Shazier. Oh yeah, but I'm saying if he was Ro- the heart and soul of that defense. If Roethlisberger, and we know he's prone to injury, gets hurt. You got who's their backup? Rudolph? Landry Jones and no. Mason Rudolph. Yeah, Rudolph. I think Rudolph. I, I could see them cutting Landry Jones. We'll see. But um, I don't know. Like if that happens, and like you said before, who's on the Madden cover? Antonio Brown. Madden curse, man. Yeah, I, I know everybody says that's debunked, but it's really not. It is Odell, not debunked, dude. <laughs> dude. Odell was on the cover. Hurt. And yeah, he got Sean hurt. Alexander died after the cover. <laughs> then yeah. you got there's Troy, only like Troy a... Polamalu basically was done after he was on it when he did it with Larry Fitzgerald survived though. Yeah, Tom Brady was on it last year. I mean, he was fine, but they lost the Super Bowl. AP kind of started going downhill after he was on it. Yeah, um, that's an, that's Hillis. more like. Oh, he's gone. Yeah. You don't even know where he is anymore. So uh, it's definitely real. It's I think real. it's real, yeah. Michael Vick was on it, and then like a couple years later, in jail. Yeah. Puck, yeah. Wait, wait, Plexico Burris was never on it, was he? No, he just shot himself in the dick. Okay. Well, yeah, but the I don't know. Maddie Curse, definitely real. And so Roethlisberger, you know, uh, then you got Antonio Brown. If those – I could – Browns, I think, have more depth than the Steelers. I, I, I don't know. I do too. Outside of Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster, I don't know who they have. And like, Eli Rogers, I think that's it. I mean, you and you. Oh, Le'Veon Bell, but he doesn't even want to play. No, yeah. And the the Browns have. You have to understand the Browns' defense has been good for like three years. Yeah, it's even been though really they good. even though they're own sixteen, the only reason they're bad they have no offensive because, weapons. Yeah, it's, ever was because the defense was never off the field. The defense was always on the field. They were constantly tired. I mean, and and the Steelers struggle with the Browns always. I think if the going Browns, back to when Tommy Maddox was the starting quarterback for the Steelers, I think if the, the Browns and Steelers play Week One, the Browns, Browns if the Browns win that game. I could easily see the Browns winning that division only because they split with the hardest team in that division. I think that they have the talent to sweep everyone else in that division. Yeah. So I, I'm a I'm I think everyone's kind of big on the Browns, but then we also have to think: Is there a hard knocks curse though? Is being on hard knocks going to mess with them? Yeah, I think so because, because I was just a little bit because the Bucks last year they were supposed to be phenomenal. They sucked. And the year before that, the Texans were supposed to be phenomenal. Everybody got well, hurt. Well, the Rams were on there, too. They were before the uh, the Texans, yeah. The, well, I thought the Rams were last year. No, they were the year before the Texans. Are you sure? Because Goff was yeah, in an Jeff interview. Fisher. Goff was in an interview, though, and he said that it's really hard because the cameras are just always in your face. Oh, so the Texans were before the Rams. Yeah, yeah, because no. Well, Goff, this is his third year in the league. Yeah. Yeah, so it would have been a Fisher year. Okay, yeah, 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 you're right. Oh, yeah, because Fisher cut rookie, that guy, remember? Yeah, yeah it was okay. his rookie year. It was his rookie year, yeah. So, all right, yeah, Texas, and they, every single team that's been on hard knocks has been bad. I think the Browns break that this year. All right. Um, 
last Browns thing, Dez to the Browns. I think it's happening. I think they're just dragging it out for hard knocks. Just which, to bring in that's what Deucey said. Um, I also think, you know, Dez still thinks like he's God. So he's probably like, I want money. And to me, like the Brown, he's. I think he's over that. You think, I think so? Yeah, I think this was a giant reality check for him. Getting cut by the team that he's been there, their most like beloved receiver, and he, they just like gave him the cold shoulder and the boot. I think I think that was a big slap in the face to him, and he's ready to just prove everybody wrong. I I could see Des going there and doing well, only because I don't think that he's yeah, from, the he's gonna be he's not gonna be the number one target. Like he's not gonna draw the best corner. I, I Jarvis Landry is gonna I think draw the best corner. I think he's gonna be more the slot guy because he's the shortest one. And he's the quickest one. Yeah, I think their 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 team's gonna be fun to watch. And then, you know, they got Carlos Hyde and Nick Chubb and Duke Johnson. Don't yeah. forget him. So they they just got depth everywhere. That's their what's offensive so crazy. line is disgusting. Yep, uh, the Browns are gonna be a fun team to watch, and I think they're gonna be good for a couple years. I think they finally got it right. I mean, I'm not I'm not 100% sold on Baker, but yeah. I'm not going to say like he's going to suck like we will know in the future. Like you're not going to know right but now, but they, I think they the way they brought him into the league, like not expecting him to start right away, I think that was the best decision for their team. Well, I think that's the best thing to happen for most quarterbacks, like is yeah. to not get thrown right into the fire, but that's so hard to do anymore because most teams that draft a quarterback just draft a quarterback because they need the, a quarterback. Yeah, but but think of the good ones. Like Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre for three seasons. Tom Brady. Yep. Tom Brady sat behind Drew Bledsoe. Eli Manning sat behind Kurt Warner. Joe the Joe Flacco or did he start? Right he away? started right away. Um, Unless yeah. you want to say Kyle Bowler was great. Tony Romo. Tony Romo sat. He behind, was undrafted. Uh, yeah, he was undrafted. Who but, the hell? He was behind. Who the hell was the Cowboys quarterback for them? Not Troy Aikman. It was somebody else. Was it Bledsoe? I think it was Bledsoe. Wasn't was it, it Bledsoe? We gotta look this up mid podcast. We're gonna look it up. I, I, th- I think that that was, it was Drew Bledsoe. It might have been actually. Drew th- Bledsoe gave up his job to two future good quarterbacks. Oh man, <laughs> poor guy. That sucks. All right, provable. I'm almost positive it was Drew Bledsoe, and someone wants to tell me that like Tony Romo came in on like a Thanksgiving game or some shit. His first year was 2005. So 2005, 2005. Cowboys. Cowboys roster. I'm pretty sure that was Drew Bledsoe, dude. Marion Barber was their running back. Dude, that guy was... He went to the Bears and actually did okay for one season. Um, yeah, it was Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was Drew Bledsoe. Oh, I was man. like, man, that guy has bad freaking luck, man. What a poor... Oh, dude. Brady Whatever, and then, and then uh, freaking Romo. Yeah, he's uh, still got his paycheck. It's all right. He doesn't uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, he was like the gatekeeper, basically. He held mm-hmm. on until the next guy was ready. So good for him. He's a good guy. He's He likes to, you know, he shares. All right, we briefly went over the Bears versus Giants, but now we're going to go in depth. Oh, God. this is So Luke and I started to have, like, we were yelling at each other on the phone, and then I was like, dude, we got to save this for the po- – well, actually, we lost connection. And then yeah. Luke's like, you know what? Let's save this for the podcast. It was getting juicy. It was it juicy. Because – this makes me so angry. So first, you go into the predictions that you said. Like Luke said that the Bears are going to be five and eleven, and that's not far fetched. No, okay, I'm not saying it's far fetched. But then he tells me the Giants are going to be be eight and eight. No. Yes. No. You have them sweeping the Redskins. Yes. Not going to happen. 
You no, have, I, I said one and one. That's why they were eight and eight. I and then you have them. You have them beating the Bears. Yeah, not gonna happen. Yes, it is. And for those of you, dude, the Bears choke in big games. You as a fan should know this. That's not a big game. Okay, so they're gonna play down to competition and they're gonna lose. So they lose in big games and in non-big games. They're like the Yankees. Oh my God! Here we go. So this is what kills me. We're going to this game. Okay. We are going. It's uh, December second, day after my birthday. We we will tell you where we're sitting. So if anybody outside of our friends is listening to this and going to be at the game, come find us. But we're going to this game, and I cannot wait to see Luke crying because the Bears are going to pick off Eli twice. Mitch Trubisky is going to throw for like 200 yards and two touchdowns. Jordan Howard's going to run for 100 yards and a touchdown. And the Bears are going to win like 35-7. to 7. And I cannot wait for it because Luke has been Dude, doing— The Giants are either going to be like 500 or really bad. They're going to be really bad. I don't think so. Eli Manning is going to be horrible this year. I understand there's a there's more than a good chance for them to start the season like 0-7. And Saquon's 0 hurt already. He's back. He practiced today. He's hurt. So, Mooch, that's to answer your questions you asked on Twitter while we're recording this. If Saquon Barkley missing eight practices is cause for concern, yes, no, yes, it is. I say no. He's gonna suck. No, he's not. So, so the Giants, they're probably gonna go at best in their first eight games, three and six, which is not bad for them. That they're not expected to do shit this year, so we are going to go by position, and we are going to talk about how. All right, first off, let me look at the Bears' schedule. Yeah, and we're I gonna said go they were going to go five and eleven. They we're have a hard schedule. This. They're in a hard division. They're going to get swept by the Vikings, and they're going to get swept by the Packers. Agreed. I, I don't disagree and with that. And they're going to split with the Lions. So that's six losses right there. Five losses, right? Yeah, five losses already. The, yeah, and you had the freaking Giants starting out rough too. Yeah, I dude, I've been saying that. They're dude, they're they have the hardest schedule. The Giants, they play the Jaguars. I would week say one. the Bears have the hardest schedule. Cowboys week two. All Texas, right, here we go. Week three. Saints week four. Panthers week five. Eagles. But they week got a, six. they got a cupcake. Falcons schedule in the second week half. seven. And then the Redskins week eight. All right, at home. Here we go. First week for the Bears. Bears Packers loss. Loss. Seahawks Bears win. I think the Bears beat the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are a way worse team than they were. Bears Cardinals win. Okay, we're at two, two and one. one. Buccaneers Bears win. That's a loss. A loss. Buccaneers are winning, dude. The Buccaneers are not. Jameis Winston sucks. The only offensive weapon they have. You were telling me on the phone the other day how good you think the Bucks are going to be. No, they suck. They're, Bears are going to win. Two and two. Three and one. Two and two. These are my predictions, not yours. All right. Three well, and I'm, one. Go, I'm giving my predictions as yours. Bears, so. Dolphins, four and one. Three and two. No way. They're not losing to Ryan Tannehill. And I just said three and two. I gave his, them a win. His freaking stupid. I gave them a win. Yeah, but they're. That's their third win. Where I'm doing my predictions four and as one. your. All right. Three and two. Patriots, Bears, loss. Uh, yeah, three and three. Four and two. Jets Bears win. Nope, three and four. Ducey, I'm Dude, with you. There's no way. Uh, d- sleep no on way. the Jets. I'm telling you. Go ahead. No way. That team is crazy. So what's that? Five and two. No, it's three and four. Five and two. Bears Bills win. All right. Yeah. Six and four two. Four and four. Bears Lions seven and two. Wait, home or away? Home. Okay, five and four. Vikings Bears loss. So seven five and three. Five and six. 
Bears Lions again. We'll go seven and four on that. They'll I'll say loss. Bears Giants. Wait, eight. at it's at, at that one's at Minnesota. All right, so they're five and I got seven and four. So they're five and seven on my board. No. Then, then they play the Giants. Five and six, five and six. Eight and four. Five and seven. Then they play the Rams, eight and five. five Packers, eight. eight and six. So they'll lose. Five and nine. Forty ers I'm gonna say the Bears squeak it out. Nope. So that's what what nine? Five and, and ten. Nine and something. I forgot. I'm already lost count. And then they lose last week. Five and eleven. I told you. Five and eleven. That's not a bad assessment for the. I didn't say five and eleven. I'm saying five hundred. Bears are going five hundred. No, they're going five and eleven. No, they're going to win eight games. No way. And and the fact that you think that the Giants are going to beat the Bears is just mind boggling. The Bears are such a better team than the Giants. They are a better team than the Giants. No. Yes. No. Yes, they are. Dude, they're like the same team. So how are the Giants? No, no. Because the Bears have a tougher schedule. I get it. They're in a harder division. Oh, but, my Christ almighty. Oh, my. Dude, the Bears are going to shit down the Giants' throat. No, they're not. I can't wait to drink your tears. I'm going to save an empty beer cup just so I can collect them. Oh, this is this right, is going to so, be a heated game. All right, this is so be now it's my game. turn with the Giants. Okay, ready. Week one. Jaguars, loss, 0-1. Week 2, Cowboys, at Cowboys, that's a loss, 0-2. At Houston, 0-3. Hosting the Saints, 0-4. At Carolina, 0-5. Eagles, at home, 0-6. At Falcons, 0-7. Hosting the Redskins, 1-7. At San Fran, 1-8, 1-8, we'll see. Buccaneers, that's a win, at home. That's a win. So the Bears are going to lose to the Bucks, but yes. the Giants are going to win. Dude, the Giants beat the Bucks last year. That's last year. <laughs> We're on a the new Buccaneers season. have the same team. And the Giants have a worse team. No, they don't. They because, got a better team than last no, year. Eli's two and eight. Eli's a year old. They're going to suck worse. Uh, two and nine at the ba- or home against the Bears. Three and nine at Skins. Four and nine because they're going to. I'm sticking to my sweep. And they're hosting the sweeping Titans. the Skins. Yeah. Four and nine, oh and then they're gonna God. beat the Titans five and nine. They're gonna beat the Colts six and nine, and they're gonna beat the Cowboys at home seven and nine. I said seven and nine Dude, or eight when, and eight. When the Bears win, you are bringing me and getting me a nice steak dinner that night after we drink a lot of beer. That's fine. We already came up with a bet where the if the if the Bears go five and eleven, oh, it was the same way. Luke wasn't Luke wasn't betting any money, but he <laughs> loser has to buy dinner, yeah. which involves money. <laughs> It's my exchange of money, though. It's exchange of food and throats. Dude, Giants suck, man. I can't wait for the Bears to win. All right, whatever. So we let's, didn't, yeah, we didn't go over the player depth. All right, let's go. All right, I'm looking at the Bears depth chart right now. Okay, go ahead. Here we go. Hold I don't right. even. I don't even need the depth chart. I know the That's players. Hilarious. I know most of the players too, but I can't wait to bring up like Tyler Bray being better than Eli Manning. Are you? F- <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Jeez. Your, your internet sucks here, man. Mine's doing pretty well. It's because we're all on it. Okay. You got it yet or what? Yeah, here we go. What the freak, man? All right, here we go. Receiver. Giants. I agree. Giants. Okay, I think that... They have Odell, Sterling Shepard, and Corey Latimer from Denver. He's their third option. And then they got Roger Lewis, who's not bad, as a fourth option. I think Roger Lewis will be the third option. He's pretty good. Bears only really got Allen Robinson. And I think Javon Wims is going to be good, though. Don't sleep on him. 
I think, I think Javon Williams would be good. But yes, tight end. I'm going. Hey, oh, wait, before we move on, you are quoted on this very podcast saying the Giants have the best receiving core in the NFL. I, I can't disagree. I can't disagree. Okay. Uh, but Odell does get hurt sometimes too. I'm Could happen. Could happen. Bears go in there. Shit on the Giants. Uh, uh, Trey Burton or Trey Burton, tight end. Bears. That that's a wash. It's not a wash. The Bears got Trey Burton, Deion Sims, and Adam Shaheen. Giants. You keep talking about the Shaheen guys. You related to Charlie Shaheen? That's Charlie Shaheen. <laughs> Whatever. Same thing. Uh, I'm gonna go. So it's a wash. Do you want to go offensive line in general, or do you want to go by position? Let's just do offensive line in general. I want to go by position. But why? Because left tackle Nate Solder is better than anybody on the Bears' offensive line. But right now, that's not gonna. It's not gonna. Will Hernandez is better than Kyle Long. The Bears' line is not going to stay like this because the Bears are going to put James Daniel Daniels at center and Cody okay. Whitehair is going to kick out. Yeah, that's fine. I already told you the Bears had the better offensive line, and they got Henry Heastand back as their offensive line coach. So we're going to say the Bears have a better offensive line. So it's one and one and one tie. What's the tie? The, the tight end. end. No! The yes. Bears are winning tight end. No, they're not. The Giants only have Evan Ingram. Dude, how many packages do you see two fucking tight ends? The you Bears, don't. a lot. No, you nah, don't. Nah. All right. Especially whatever. in Matt Nagy's offense. 1-1-1. One, one, Travis one. Kelsey was the only dude. 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Okay. Quarterback. Bears. You're an idiot. <laughs> Eli Manning is so over the hill, man. No, he's not. He's gonna. He's going to throw like 20 picks this year. Dude, Case Keenum is like the same talent level as a 38-year-old Eli Manning. No, he's better. No. He's better. No. Who had the better year last year? Who had the better coach? It Pat Shermer. Okay. It doesn't matter. And where's Pat Shermer now? Dude, I'm telling you. That Eli Manning. Next Mr. question. Mr. Trubisky is better. No, he's not. He, this year, he's going to be better. Dude, I was not impressed by Mitch Trubisky at all last year. I'll give it to you, but by the end of the year... Mr. Trubisky's gonna okay, have better so numbers when, than no, Eli when Manning. When he loses the starting job because he throws to two, who? Exactly. They're gonna. He's gonna lose the job to Tyler Bray. No, their backups Chase Daniel, and he's not gonna lose that. He's Running gonna, back Jordan Howard. The Bears win that. Depth wise, the Bears. Yeah, even depth wise. No. Yes, dude. The Giants have Saquon Barkley, Jonathan Stewart, and Wayne Gallman. Okay, the Bears got Jordan Tariqo, Howard, Tariqo Cohen, and. Benny Cunningham. Yeah, that's the Giants, bro. We're not going depth, though. We're yes, going... we. that was the whole oh, thing. Oh, my God. First... We said position depth. Okay, well, if we're going depth, then the Bears win quarterback. Chase Daniels better than any other backup the freaking Giants got. You, uh, quarterback's different. You can't compare backups. Oh, so now it's different. Okay. Okay, we're going to go defensive line now. Uh... I mean, I don't even know who the Bears' backups are, to truthfully be honest with you. Aaron Lynch, I know who that is, but he's a linebacker. But the Bears' starting offensive or defensive line is pretty good. Akeem Hicks, Eddie Goldman, and Jonathan Bullard. Hmm. What do the Giants got? Olivier Vernon, Alec Ogletree. But, okay, Vernon is going to be a guy. He's going to go down on the line. He's also going to play a little bit of linebacker. They run a 3-4. How is he going to do that? He's going to do it. He's an outside linebacker. A rush outside linebacker. He's doing what James Harrison did. He sucks. Oh, my God. Dude. Okay. What? So, 
What, I, what's the, even the record anyway? You know how you talk about delusional <laughs> Yankee fans? You're a delusional Bears fan. I just think that the Bears are going to be good this year. I really do. Like, okay, there's so something the, telling me that they're going to be good. You know what? Just to be nice to you, I'll say the front seven's a wash. A wash? Yes. The Bears also have, if we're going depth... We said front seven, not specific linebacking quarter. Oh linebacking quarter, yeah, I'll go Bears. But you said okay. front seven. No, I didn't. I said defensive line. That was the first thing. I never oh, well, then the line. Giants got the better defensive line. How? Snacks, Dalvin Tomlinson, B.J. Hill, Robert Thomas. Okay. All right. Linebacker, Bears. Yeah, I didn't say that. Ocho, Aaron Lynch, uh, outside linebacker. He, Ocho's the first guy you name. I'm saying if I'm you going say by Ocho and Aaron Lynch, then I'm going to say the Giants have better linebackers. No, I'm talking about the whole, like, they have two outside linebackers mm-hmm. and two inside linebackers. Okay. So, Ocho, Danny Trevathan, Nick Kwiatkowski, which is probably going to get passed by Roquan Smith, and then Leonard Floyd. But they also have John Timu, who did pretty well last year, and Aaron Lynch as no, no, I'm not going to say that's a wash either. I think the Giants got oh there too. Oh, my God. Olivier Vernon, Alec Ogletree. They got Ray Ray Armstrong as a backup middle linebacker and B.J. Goodson, who's not bad. Uh, they just signed Connor Barwin, and they drafted Lorenzo Carter. Bears from that one. No, you're an idiot. And oh. then we're going to go secondary. Secondary is the Giants. Don't even question that. Why? Because of Landon Collins? Landon Collins. Prince, uh, not Prince Mukamara. He's on the Bears. Hey, you're welcome. Um <laughs> Now, fuck Eli Apple. He's trash. Um, uh, Janoris Jenkins. Landon Besi- Collins. Besides Collins and Janoris Jenkins, Jenkins, that's it. Darian Thompson. No, he's not. He was injured last year. The Bears got Kyle Fuller. And then th- th- his backup is Marcus Cooper, who's pretty solid. Nobody knows who that is. There are other cornerbacks. Prince of Mukamara, Bryce Callahan. We all know who how Prince can play. And he's you blunt. can't forget about Prince is he's trash. He's been good at, for the Bears. And you can't forget about Cravon LeBlanc. And then you got Eddie Jackson, who had a great rookie year. Yeah, I didn't say he didn't. And then you have Adrian Amos. Yeah. But uh, Janankins. That should be his name. (laughs) Janankins. Janoris Jenkins is, like, way better than any corner on Oh, Janoris Jenkins is a pro bowler, no doubt. He's top five corners in the league. But... Aside from him and Collins, I think the Bears have better depth. And the Collins is probably the best safety in the league. I think the Bears have better depth. We're going by depth, remember? Ah. Bears have better depth in that position, in in, in their secondary. Bears win that one. Well, we're going to see in December. I can't freaking wait. I can't, dude. You're going to be so pissed because you're going to be like, oh, fuck, we came all the way. And what's going to happen is the Giants are going to start like 0-7, and then they're just like... Gonna be like, you know what? Screw it. We're packing it in this year. Mm-hmm. Eli's gonna get benched. Like Davis Webb's gonna come in. Odell's probably gonna have like. Dude, I don't even. I mean, I said they're gonna go on seven, but I really don't believe that. That offense is scary. How, they have Eli Manning throwing the football. Dude, they could have Helen Keller throwing the goddamn ball. It don't matter. Oh my goodness, I can't. I are just, you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Dude, that offense has just as much depth as the Browns does. I don't know, man. This, I'm not feeling it. I think the Bears are going to shit on the Giants. I really do. Ah, oh, Jesus. I can't wait for it either. It's going to be great. Don't talk, well, You know what? Here's the thing. We're not going to talk Bears versus Giants until the game. No, I want to talk about it because I freaking love. I can't. And I love getting you riled up because I think it's hilarious. Cause, no. Yes. All right, moving on. We talked about that too much, though. How will Andrew Luck do this year? He's going to suck. Whoa! And the only reason he's going to suck is because he's literally only throwing to T.Y. Hilton. 
So all they have to do is cover T.Y. Hilton, and that's going to be it. Yeah, they he have, really has nobody they else. They have Jack Doyle. Yeah, no, well, he can Doyle himself on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going to suck. I, there's nobody he's throwing like, Maybe he won't, like, suck. Personally, like, he'll be okay. Suck. Like, he'll show improvements. I could see him throwing, like, 20 touchdowns and, like, 10 picks. Like, and for, like... I'm going to up that to 15. 15 picks? Yeah, because he's prone to throwing picks. And... He's and like Eli. I, I think that the shoulder injury is going to hurt him throwing-wise. Eh, you don't think so? Yeah, two years off. I don't know. I know Let's how see. I feel after shoulder surgery, and it's... You're also only four months removed. I know. But You're still a rookie, man. I know. But Andrew Luck, he's going to be bad. So we're going to do division previews. So we're going to look at each division and give our picks to what we think is going just to winners, happen right? this year. Yeah, just winners for the division. Do you want to do – we don't even have to do uh, – Oh, what did I say? Breaking news again. What? Tyrod Taylor suffers hand injury. Yeah. You didn't say anything about that. No, I was – I just saw it on my phone, though. <laughs> <laughs> Have another one, kid. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I saw it on my phone just now. Tyrod T- Baker Mayfield. It's the preseason. But I'm just saying, if it's serious. Yeah, yeah. He Ty- could win it, yeah. Baker Mayfield. All right. Division previews. Here we go. On? AFC East. We got the Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. Why are you even asking that question? The Patriots won that shit 12 years in a row. It's going to be a 13-year. Oh, but the Jets are going to be so freaking good, They're man. They're going to be 9-7. and seven. Oh, my God. You guys are freaking delusional. No. All right. AFC North. Browns. Uh, I'm still going to go Steelers. That's for you, Shranko. Love you. You were just you just said th- <laughs> I know. I know. No, I said it because I'm. it's a hot take, but in the end, I don't think Antonio Brown's going to get hurt. Um, AFC South, this division, always. Jaguars. It's going to be between the Texans and Jaguars, and I'm going to go Jags because their defense is stacked. But if Deshaun Watson didn't get hurt last year, I think it still would have been Jaguars. You think so? Yeah. I think Cushing and J.J. Watt both getting injured slash suspended was a big hit to that team. Is is Cushing still on that team? I don't know. I You said that with the interview with Ducey. Like, how many times can a guy get popped for steroids until they finally just give up on him? Well, how many guy, How many times can a guy shoot up a, a strip club and continue his his poor attitude on football fields and off the field and Pac-Man Jones, he's still on the team? I thought you were talking about Odell. Odell has never done anything like that. Uh, he's the only never thing, shot things up. Dude, he's, the only thing he's a little Odell's, baby. The worst thing Odell's ever done is got caught munching a box on the internet. That's it. He's a baby. He's such a baby. And when's he going to cut that stupid haircut? That's his trademark. For all those people that rock that stupid haircut. Just go to ESU. You'll see a bunch. Just finally just cut it. And Brian Cushing is a free agent. Giants, if you need a middle linebacker, there he is. Why? He's going to play one game, get popped for Roy's, and be done. That's right. Josh Morrow got popped for Roy's. He's he's serving a six-game suspension or something. AFC West. AFC West? That's going to be a tough one. That's kind of a toss-up. Chiefs. Chiefs. No, no, no. I said the I'm Chargers. Going Raiders. Chargers. Because I said go. they were my Super Bowl pick. Yeah, I'm going Chargers. I'm going to go Raiders on that one. That's a tough division. I don't think there any of them are going to be like outstanding, though. I think that the Chargers... Yeah, the Chiefs the, basically got rid of everybody on their defense, but their offense is stacked. But you got Pat Mahomes, though, who's... I think he's going to throw he's touchdowns. He's unproven commodity. He's also yeah. going to throw picks. You've heard the nothing Bron- but good things, though. The Broncos are like... 
they're just getting older. Like their I offense, like Demarius yeah. Thomas is older, Emmanuel Sanders their is older. Their defense isn't that good anymore. Like besides Von Miller, they got Bradley Roby and uh, they got Chubb though too. The other Chubb, Bradley Chubb. Yeah. And what's their other cornerback's name? Chris something. Uh, I have no idea. I don't know, but he's good too. Chris um, Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't he a safety though? No, he's he a safety. Oh. Oh. So yeah, I think the, I'm gonna go Raiders on that one though. Um, I'm sticking to Chargers. NFC East, Ugh, as much as it pains me, it's going to be the Eagles probably. Yeah, it's going to be the Eagles. But the only thing is, if I'm an Eagles fan, I'm watching out, and I said this to Jared in the interview, look out to make sure that Wentz is going to be the same quarterback. Because Wentz is his trademark. It's not safe to say that, though, because Tom Brady wasn't the same quarterback when he came back at first. But Tom Brady's a pocket passer. I'm not saying Wentz isn't, but Wentz's strong point. Oh, you point, mean like, oh, okay, okay. Wentz's strong point is extending plays. Like, how many times have we saw him where we think he's going to get sacked and the next thing you know, like, he's out of danger throwing the ball down the field. Like, yeah. So, I don't know, is he going to be able to do that? Like, I guess you won't really know until he starts to play. So, that'd be my only yeah. question as far as that's concerned. But the, the Eagles also have a really well-rounded team, as much as it, I hate to say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, NFC North, Vikings. I was actually going to say Packers, but I'm definitely going Vikings. Vikings better defense. I think they shored up their offense with Kirk Cousins. Uh, this, like I said before, these are the best weapons I think Cousins is going to have in his career. Mm-hmm. So I think that he's going to have a great year. Truthfully, I think he's going to have a really good year. Yeah. Um, and he's like the he's like the same quarterback as Case Keenum as far as like the offense they played in. So it's not really a big change to to Cousins. Uh, NFC South. That's another good division. I'm going Saints. Going Saints over the Falcons. I'm going to go Falcons. I'm feeling good about Matty Ice this year. But you can't forget about the Panthers either. I, no, they're overrated. I can't stand the Panthers. They start slow, but they were they were hot at the end of last year, though. Cam Newton's bad. He's not bad. He's bad. He's I think he's overrated, but he's not bad. He's bad. And then the NFC I West. I think this whole Kelvin Benjamin thing's going oh, yeah. <laughs> to ruin with his head, and he's going to suck. And then we have the NFC West. Which I think it's going to come down to the Rams and 49ers. And I think the Rams were my Super Bowl pick. So I'm going Rams in that division. Yeah, Rams. I think the Rams will go like 12 and 4, 13 and 3, and then the Niners will go like 10 and 6. The, the Rams defense. That might be on paper one of the best defenses I've ever seen. I don't seen. know how they pulled it off. Well, Marcus Peters had a really down year. So they got him. Uh, Sue got released. And I mean, I think. Keep to leave. They got in a trade. Yeah, like that. Hey, good for them. I I can't hate on the Rams, so I, I like I like their team. So moving on from the NFL, no, yeah, that was it. Is it? No, oh, we we're supposed do... to be wild card teams. I oh, said yeah, one did. in the Niners. Oh, so all right, yeah, sorry. So there's a, what? There's only two, right? There's is it? Yeah, there's two from each uh, conference. Yeah, so so Niners is one, and then well. If, if it's if you're taking the Falcons, you would take the Saints, Saints yeah, and yeah, I would yeah. take the Falcons. But that's that's not safe to say though because you or Packers, Packers yeah. yeah, or maybe Oof. the, the Bears. Bears or Lions. Probably, uh, I'm still gonna say Falcons. Yeah, yeah, still gonna say Falcons. I think they're gonna have. And a- before we move on, totally, uh, we we still got the AFC uh, wild card. Uh, wild NFC. card for AFC. Oh, yeah, 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 AFC. I'm um, going. I'm gonna surprise a lot of people. Jets and Steelers. Jets aren't making the playoffs, dude. I do, if they trade for Khalil Mack and Dante Fowler Jr., maybe. I'm going to go. I, think those I two, took the Raiders to go to, in the playoffs. So I'm going to go Broncos, and I'm going to go Browns because I took the Steelers. Broncos, Browns. Did you, did you pick the Raiders to win the West? 
Yes. You did? Yeah. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Yeah, I like You're I don't a grinder. Grooting grinder. Uh so yeah, that's it. What was your other thing that you wanted to bring up? I I already said it, Khalil Mack and Dante Fowler. Um then we got so moving on from football, we got the NBA rule changes really quick because I'm not a big NBA guy, but I think this is a good thing for the game. They are making it so that after you get an offensive rebound, it's 14 – you get 14 – the shot clock resets – resets. Wow. I know it's on my mind. Uh, res- Somebody's got his mind in the toilet. <laughs> uh, re- Taylor, daddy's coming home. <laughs> It resets to 14 seconds instead of 24, so I think it's going to be yeah, good for cool. the game. It's going to make it go faster because I don't know about you, but I am sick and tired of when it's the last 30 seconds of a close basketball game. Oh, my God, yeah. And foul, then- whistle, foul, whistle, timeout, timeout, timeout. They should have three timeouts a half. That's it, not six. It's, re- it's stupid. You're, you're tired. I'm tired. You're tired of it. Tired. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's all I really got to say about that. Uh I'm not a big NBA fan, honestly. Do you want to do Twitter questions? Because we're getting a lot of Twitter questions right now. Uh, look them up. See what's up. Shranko. See what's he up wants on us to do, um, He wants us to do Super Bowl predictions. We already did that. Yeah. Why are you asking that, Shranko? You I say mean, you're an avid listener. Yeah, you obviously didn't listen, we bro. We did that like three episodes ago. What the hell, bro? Jesus. Um, Some fan. He has something else, too. What did you ask, Zach? Hottest team in baseball? Ooh. Ooh, that is hard because the A's just lost. The Sox just got over losing three in a row. I'm going to stay loyal and say the Red Sox. I'm going to look at the win streaks right now and see. Let's see what we got here. I mean, I just really go by the numbers. So we'll see who's got the longest win streak, and that'll tell you. Son, let me tell you something. Also, Mooch asks, will the Yankees pull off a long shot? And sign Bryce Harper. I know you're opposed to this, but what oh, do they do? No, they they don't need Bryce Harper. They got they got Stanton, who should be playing left field anyway, or call up Clint Frazier. And they also have Estevan Florio on the minors, who's another top prospect. Clearly, they are not big fans of either Frazier. Well, or Well, Frazier's Florio. been hurt because of the concussion things. I think this offseason will help alleviate all that garbage. Oh, I already said the Ryan play. Church thing, man. Because well, there's no reason why Gardner comes back to the Yankees next year. I mean, any the dude's hitting like 250. So trash bags. Yeah, I'm not a. Well, Tampa Bay. Has won four games in a row. Did they really? Yeah. Dude, uh, they might win, like come out of the wild card. I'm being dead not, serious. No, they're not. They're not going to do that. They're above 500. There's a couple win streak uh, teams on like a three-game win streak. What is the Rays record? Right? I'm still going to go Oakland, though. The Rays yeah, record? what is the record? 66 and 61. They're, they're way out of the wild card. No. Yeah. I think they're only like three games. They're 10 games out of the wild card. <laughs> 10 games, three games. What's the fucking difference? <laughs> a big difference. So I think it's uh, I think it's seven, right? Yeah, yeah. The difference between seven games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I'm gonna go to Oakland still because they're gonna win tonight. So Oakland. Um. Any other? Was there any other questions with that? No, that's it. All right. Uh, crap segment. Thanks, Zach. Yeah. Not not my partner, Zach. That sound. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Yeah. Hey, don't. We're not part. We're not those. That type of partner. Yeah, we're tag team champs. Like WWE tag team champs. Not, yeah, buddy. Not like. All right. So I'm glad you brought up the WWE. 
Brock Lesnar just lost at SummerSlam. Who gives a shit? I don't watch WWE really. I, I used you to. didn't let me finish what I was saying. Go ahead, continue, continue. Does this mean? Now I know he made a big scene with Daniel Cormier and blah 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 blah. But him losing the title at SummerSlam, does this mean that he's 100% dedicated to UFC and coming back? Because I don't know if you've seen Brock Lesnar, but he is looking shredded. Normally, he's like buff fat for WWE. Why does he not look shredded? Dude, no, I'm telling you. I wish I looked like that, dude. I do, too. But that's what steroids will do to you. If I'm Brock Lesnar, dude... He's lost like 20 pounds. He should have waited until he passed those roid tests for this fight. I'm thinking he's clean right now because he's lost so much weight already. You could tell. But... All right, so he better had passed those tests before he decided to give up his title because... I mean, then again, WWE is scripted, so... Well, yeah, but why the hell would you go through all this training for a fight when you're going to get to taking a test you're not going to pass? Because then I'll just fight John Jones, no sanctions. Steroids oh, that'd included. be freaking sweet. Yeah. John Jones should be able to do cocaine and steroids because that's two of his favorite things. And then, wow, don't forget dick pills. Yeah, those things, and then just fight. fight. Yeah, but Lesnar took a dick pill, too. So they're going to just fight each other with giant boners. <laughs> Duncan would like that. <laughs> they're going to poke each other. They'll be, those are, they're poppycock, those two Oh, guys. nice. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, nah, but more seriously, let's get into the UFC talk. So this, this weekend, there's not much like going on as far as UFC. I like this UFC. You mentioned it. It's a decent. I like Justin Gaethje, so yeah. I'm excited for that. But I'm really going to just do uh, the prediction on that fight because I... I'm not just a big, that one. yeah. I'm not really a big fan of the whole card. Like, I mean, I can look it up quick, but I think if I'm going that fight, it's gonna be tough because James Vick is a huge dude for that weight class. To he's be honest, so tall. I think he's a baby because he's six foot one, fighting one fifty five. Yeah, like he's got. I don't know. He's has grow to struggle to grow a set. Make weight. He should be fighting 170, 185. So Darren Till's the same size, and he struggles making one seventy. Oh no, we're gonna talk about the the Michael Johnson fight too. Yeah. Um, so Justin Gaethje, he's eighteen and two. James Vick's thirteen and one, but mm-hmm. Vick hasn't really fought anybody. Go through the percentages with me, and I'm gonna base my decision. Percentages on that. based on what, like like takedown, knockout, uh, strikes landed per minute. Uh, James Vick's got 4.1. Okay. Gaethje's got 8.6, so double. Advantage. Uh, Gaethje's got a 54% landing accuracy. Vick's only got 38. Gaethje. Uh, punches absorbed per minute. Gaethje's got 10 and Dude, Vick's got 3. <laughs> yeah, he just he eats punches. He's man. just like, he's like, his brain is just rattled. Like, he doesn't even care. Like, he probably doesn't even feel it anymore. I think he's got, like, the new CTE. Uh, well, yeah, like that one. What, who was his last fight? Like, he was just getting his head bounced off. Like Dustin Poirier was oh, yeah. last fight. Like, they were just, like he'll just literally just stand there, and like he won't block anything. He'll just punch and punch and he punch. He welcomes, like, like... That's why I love I watching him fight, because like he just doesn't give a shit. Like, I would never do that. That fight he fight, had with Alvarez was really entertaining. Yeah. All his fights are entertaining. Yeah. Like The dude will literally be, like, wobbly, like he just drank a six-pack by himself. <laughs> and, then, and then just, like, he stays on his feet somehow, though. Like, it's insane. He looks like wacky, wavy, wavy inflatable tube man. Yeah. But then he stays on his feet, though. He never falls well, over. Well, if he gets cut from the UFC after this fight... He's he, not gonna get. He, he's got a job at Frazetta's. He could just be on the top of the ceiling. Just, <laughs> he's not gonna. He's not gonna get cut. But James Vick, he won't get cut either. Uh, we got defense. I don't even know what this is based on, but defense is eighty for uh, Gaethje, fifty six for Vick. I think it's takedown defense. But uh, no, because that's on here. Uh, 
Well, but you know what? Vic, Vic is a ground fighter, though. He's I'm just, not. I'm going to go Justin Gaethje. He's going to win this. The only thing that Vic has going for him is he's four inches taller. His reach is going to be way longer. Mm-hmm. I know that he's got longer arms, but I could see Gaethje just like not even giving a shit. Like he's just going to like literally be underneath Vic's chin, and he's just going to be like, yep. like uh, what punch punch out, Mike the punch out game. Oh, the Mike Tyson. Punch yeah, out yeah. Game. he's just going to be or like rock 'em sock 'em robots. Ooh. Just going to stand there and just throw sock punches at boppers. Yeah, dude, they're going to throw punches at each other. So right, and also the next, I, this fight is intriguing to me because. Michael Johnson's been in the UFC for a long time. Do you think this is it for him if he loses? If he, I could see him going to Bellator. Like I think every fighter that like falls off in UFC has a shot to go in Bellator, and they're going to fight a top top opponent in that uh, in that in Bellator, and yeah. definitely going to. I think I think his career is over though. Like I don't know what happened to Michael Johnson, but like he was, was a, a title, point in time where he was, he was a yeah title contender, yeah. and then he just like fell off. And like, is he a guy that's I don't know. I is wouldn't he a guy even that, like, say gatekeeper. I wouldn't even say that. Was he? Does he stay in the same camp and just never make changes? Or like, I don't know. Like that's what Dillashaw. Like why Dillashaw is so good is because he made that change at camp to work on his weaknesses. Yeah. And now he is a really well-rounded fighter. He so is. He is. I, I don't know. Like, I think... But like you were saying with Bellator, like, that's definitely a, a tier down and tier below UFC because you're seeing all the old guys from UFC go there. Like, don't be surprised if Shogun goes there soon. But they have some really good young talent, though, too. I love Aaron Pico. Like, yeah. I wish the James UFC... James Gallagher's all right. Chandler. Even though, even though he just got knocked out, Chandler's pretty good, but he's getting up there in age now. No, yeah. Well, well the UFC tried to get Chandler. They're thinking of signing him so they could do Chandler versus Alvarez 3. But he's... Chandler refuses to do it only because he's the face of Bellator. Yeah, he's he like the McGregor of Bellator. So he's gonna he's getting paid the top money that you can get. Yeah. Because, I mean, what he's making at... at Bellator is what he's he'll probably make the, uh less at you at for the UFC and he's not going to be the face of the company. But just look at the guys that have recently gone to Bellator, like Ryan Bader, Phil Davis. Like these are the guys that couldn't like keep up with the talent in UFC. They they got to a certain point and they just stayed there. They hit a plateau. Well, Bellator also started to hand out higher contracts yeah. too, so I mean, Phil Davis, he was a guy he took the same amount of money basically he was going to make at UFC and he became a champion mm-hmm. like so and Bader's been a stud since he's gone to Bellator yeah and now he's in the heavyweight Grand Prix so so mm-hmm. moving on we are almost finished here for the day it's been a it's been a long week aren't we supposed to do uh... we are going to do girl talk okay so this is going to be a new segment yeah we're going to either do with my wife Taylor or Luke's girlfriend Steph. So Stephanie just left for work, so I guess we're stuck with one option. Not yeah. stuck in a bad way either. Wow. I what the f- no. <laughs> so we're gonna just call uh, call her. We're gonna ask three three things. Okay, she's gonna have to explain what they are. So they're sports related, but maybe she doesn't think it's sports related. Is it weird that I call if I call your wife, or you're gonna call your wife? You know, I think it's gonna, you just call her. I'll call her. Just call I, her. I told her I was gonna call her, so I will call her. So here we go. This Here's is Taylor. This is called girl talk. All right, so we got my wife Taylor Werner on here, and we are gonna ask you three questions. Okay, so three oh. things. You're going to have to answer them to the best of your ability. Are you ready? Go for it. All right. First question, Luke, you want to ask? 
By the way, if you hear Hudson, that no, that's the incorrect answer. <laughs> if you hear a baby, that's just my son at with my wife. All okay. Right. Question number one, Taylor. Hello? Are you there? Yeah. Okay. What is a birdie? Uh, isn't that something you hit in badminton? Oh, I knew she was going to answer that way. That's not wrong, though. It, it is not wrong. What else is it? Um, I've heard it before. Uh... Ah, Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's just something you hit in badminton. What else? All right, fine. If you're going to go the badminton route, what, what else is it called? What else is a birdie called? I don't even know the answer to that, do you? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Does it have something to do with golf? Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, I was asking what else a birdie was. Isn't it like if you get, um. By the way, if you're looking these up, that's not honest. What did you say? I'm not. I'm not. I'm feeding the baby, so don't worry. I'm not. (laughs) Uh, Isn't it like if you get two holes in one and then, like, the third one is or something like that? (laughs) The correct answer is one under par. So Uh, if, if par is like three and you get it in two shots. But you were close. I give you credit. And by the way, before I was referencing uh, what else a birdie was called in badminton, it's called a shuttlecock. So that's <laughs> what <laughs> she said. <laughs> so that was that was the other the other term. All right. The next question Ooh, is: What is a face mask? What is yeah? What is a face mask? Oh, it's what you wear in football to protect your face from getting smashed. Damn it. I was really hoping she was going to say, um, it's that thing or you, like, put on your nose and pulls out blockheads. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> God. Well, also, what is our, what is a face mask penalty? Uh, like if you grab it and you pull them to the ground with it. Oh. She watches football, though. All right. What about, what if, uh, what's, what do you wear as a helmet for a catcher? What's that called? Um... That's also a face mask, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little dumbfounded. I was like, uh, is it a face mask? <laughs> All right, last one. What is intentional grounding? I have no idea. Take a is guess. Is it UFC? Just t- give we a guess. give you hints. Give a guess what you think it is. All right, I feel like... You're two for like, three, basically. I feel like when you're, you know... Duking it out on UFC, I feel like it's when you purposely pull somebody to the ground because you're weak as fuck and <laughs> you, just, you just can't beat them with the hands. So you just gotta pull them to the ground. Hands. <laughs> uh, good attempt, but not even close. <laughs> Intentional grounding is when a quarterback like is about to get sacked, but they're not outside of the pocket, so they th- but they throw it away anyways. That's part of the rule. The initial rule is if a quarterback throws past the line of scrimmage. Yes. Like while they're well, running and scrambling. If they're past the line of scrimmage, not, they throw it. They uh, call it something else. <laughs> All right, real quick before I hang up with you. Um, I love you. Oh, I do love you, but, but uh, how are the Steelers going to do this year? Good question. Um, you already know the answer to that question. She's, exactly. a, Steelers, she's a Steelers fan. The Bears. I think the, we all know the answer to that. Dog shit. The Bears kicked the shit out of the Steelers <laughs> last year. Take that one and shove it where the sun don't shine. Oh! The sun does shine there. Oh, that's a little <laughs> awkward. Bro, oh, you gotta tan it. You gotta tan it. Wait, so can you can you name five players on the Steelers for me? 
Um, no, because that's not one of your questions. That, I just hey, he just asked. I it. just asked it. No, no, no. You said you were going to ask me three. That's four. So you're breaking the rules. Well, actually, fine. actually, that's bye. five questions. But oh, she said bye, bye, Felicia. <laughs> that's five questions, actually. Um, you said well, three. I know, but I'm asking you. These are extra ones. This isn't part of the segment. This is just bonus my, content. This is just my honest question, though. This is your what? Like I'm having like it's a it's a serious question. Name five players on the Steelers. Okay, you want to know five? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Bo, Roethlisberger, Brown, James Washington. Uh, Wasn't he a president? <laughs> <laughs> James, James, did you just pick the most generic name? <laughs> I'm gonna look that up. James, <laughs> what? James, sure my dad about James him. Harrison. He's not even on the team anymore. You said James Washington. <laughs> Yo, she's not wrong. He's a receiver. (laughs) (laughs) Are you you kidding me? Dead serious. (laughs) She picked the most generic thing. Yeah, and this thing is, this first thing, did Steelers strike gold with James Washington? (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe that happened. Oh, my God. She met James James Harrison. What? (laughs) What's the fifth one? Uh, Shazier. Did he doesn't count. He's paralyzed. <laughs> All right, Juju. Juju. All right, she got Juju. Okay. Oh, oh. All right. That I cannot believe that. <laughs> she said James Washington, thinking James Harrison, and she still got it right. Oh my god. Oh goodness, I'm crying. That's so funny. Oh lord. All right. Well, know my shit. Yeah. Well, Bears are still better than the Steelers. Browns are going to come in first place. Steelers suck ass. I love you. I'll talk to you when I get home. (laughs) (laughs) You're so fucked up. (laughs) Love you. Love you. Bye. And that was Girl Talk. So that is all we got for our podcast today. Honestly, I think that was one of the most funniest ones we had just because, you know, drinking a couple beers really just loosens you up, man. Yeah. It's it's kind of nice. So it was actually a, a fun fun uh, fun podcast. I enjoyed this one a lot. A lot of good topics. Keep the questions coming. I don't I don't mind getting them in the middle of the podcast, but I'd like to have them like organized. Yeah, organized. yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Like, so like we were getting them in the podcast, which was nice. Like it's we cool. asked you before we record. So if you guys could do that before we record, that would be excellent. But uh, other than that, keep sharing, keep subscribing, retweeting. Give us five stars on iTunes. Like I said, we have like 50 followers on Twitter, which isn't a lot. It's kind of embarrassing. But <laughs> <laughs> we keep boasting that number. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, 50 in like three days. Two weeks later, still 50. Yeah, well, and Modell's unfollowed us now. Sons of bitches. I know. So uh, just keep sharing and, and giving us good feedback. Give us reviews well, The only modes I go to is the Southwest Grill anyway. I don't want your shitty sports gear. Yeah. Can't ever find my size in there anyway. Yeah. Screw those guys. Um, so, yeah, just keep keep helping us out as much as you can. Spread the word. Uh, if you know anybody that wants to do an interview that is good at sports, let me know. I'm, I'm trying to set up more interviews. So I got, I got three more on the books here getting ready to do that Luke and I are going to do. So it's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. Also, another quick shout-out, Shranko. Keep it up, bud. Follow him on Twitch, Shranko28. Love you, bud. Also, I'm going to start a new segment. It's called Dropping a Deuce because that's what I'm about to do. Have a good one, guys. Peace out, everybody.